Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Experience Podcast. I hope you've all had a good week, not raiding. This is B. How's it going your end? I got four shinies. <laughs> You're referring to uh, Togetic, I presume. <laughs> Finally, I haven't had shinies in forever. <laughs> it was Top like a reward. Time. Yep. Congratulations, you took your community day to get a shiny. It did, and it didn't even happen like the first hour. It was only like the last hour. Mm-hmm. One right before, it was like at 58. And the other three were like one right after another. Like not immediately after, but within like the same maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. But in the beginning half, I was like, it's like another one of these. <laughs> yeah, the downside to living in the middle of nowhere with no poker stops really is, or no gyms as well, really is you don't have much chance to to get a lot of, you know, the sort of community day Pokemon. Even with an incense on, you're still not going to get masses and masses of them like I had. Yeah, I didn't get anything from my incenses. The one time I found a poker stop, I found one at a school today. And I stopped in front of that. This is after I already found the shinies because I hadn't found a Pokestop then. But I found one by a school in the random place in the middle of, I guess, nothing. I don't understand why. Like a community of people live there, but there was nothing like, no stores or anything. It was just a random school. But I was glad for it because I put a lure on. And that actually got more Togetic around it than any incense I've put on while I've been here. Incenses have not attracted like anything. Like I get one, mm-hmm. maybe within the first like few minutes, and then that's it. Yeah. But lure actually gave me a lot more today, so well, I appreciated that. Well, my Togetic Com Day was very successful. Four hundred and forty-nine I got in the end. Seventeen of those were shiny. I got a Hundo Togepi from an egg, so that was nice. And a Nundo Togetic. So I'm happy because I do like my Nundos. Yeah. yeah. I don't I have still many only of them, have the one. I do like them. Yeah, I don't have many of them, but I do like them. I think that takes me to three Nundos now. <laughs> I'm at the same one that I think I called zero. I will get another one one day. I was kind yeah. of upset that I didn't get a Hundo Togo whatever today. So. Togetic. Well, I wanted the babies. I know, but you needed to get rid of your egg and... Yeah, it's kind of difficult with happen. hardly any poker stops around as well. Well, that and apparently I wasn't even hatching any of the eggs that I had when I was walking. Hmm. I thought I checked it before I left, but when I well, I did. I hatched a zigzagoon, but it didn't tell me I hatched it. I just noticed later on that there was a random zigzagoon in the middle of all my toga tick, and then I looked and said I hatched it, but it didn't tell me to add the egg. Like, to hatch until, like, at the end of the day, like, at the end of the Togetic thing. And I was like, well, that's not happy because I've been walking for this time. But it's also been frustrating because, for some reason, my Pokemon Go hasn't been loading when I have been in areas that has been Pokestops and stuff like that. So nothing was counting anyway. Like, I I couldn't spend stops. I couldn't do anything. I don't think Pokemon's your friend this week. No. Well, it's been for, like, two weeks, I think. It was, like, not loading at all. 
I would try to go and it would say uh, returning player or the other one, and I would I, I would try even going to the other one and it wouldn't load at all. So, yes, I'm frustrated that it's not being nice to me there, and I would like that to stop. Well, I have seen a few people complaining on on Twitter about not being able to log in, but most of those seem to be um, not necessarily about signal or whatever. They're just people generally complaining, but there might be something more to it, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to just keep an eye on it and see what's going on with it. Maybe look for some better Wi-Fi in the area. I don't know. Maybe as they talk about sustainability, we could sustain our connections more. <laughs> they can sustain their own game, never mind the connections. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so we've, as well as uh, Community Day, which was today on April 15th, we've also had for the past, you know, half a week and for a little bit longer, a Mystic Hero, which was to get your shiny or non-shiny Lapras. Did you get a shiny Lapras? No. I did not either. No shiny. No, That's shiny. why I was like, I got four shiny, because I have not <laughs> had any shinies. I, to be fair, I've not had any shinies this week either, apart from, obviously, the community day today. My shinies have been a letdown this week. I think I think this Mystic Hero event has been quite a letdown. Um with no no actual spawns kicking in, you know, other than the little bit of research that they give us, which was poor, to say the least. Catch the Pokemon, evolve the Pokemon. Yeah, it's just standard. Use a berry, catch a Pokemon, transfer I mean, <laughs> excellent throws aren't my forte. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's a good challenge, but at least it is a challenge to some people. Yeah, it's a challenge per se, but it's not, it, it really wasn't anything to show. It wasn't impressive. Yeah. No. The it only wasn't... good thing that came from it was the evolving, the, the two times evolved XP. That yeah, was that good was thing. good. It was I just think... kind of wah, wah, of like an event. I thought it yeah. would be more Lapras themed. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you'd get more chances at Lapras or something. Yeah, like. It seems like a um, it's obviously if you want to try and find a, um, a shiny legendary for example and it's been released then you go and raid and raid and raid until you get that one if a shiny is in the wild then you you know you go out and you catch everything you can to try and get that shiny to be given one opportunity to get this shiny with its little thing on its ear seems like well that was the poo thing it was like what did i get let's see my like just one of the whatever it tries to give you when you Complete some task or mm. whatever. What was it randomly? I got a Carablast and a Shelmet <laughs> for the other two. I mean, <laughs> so, like, what did that have to do with anything? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I had to check. I'm like, what? Like, I thought that was going to be something a little... Like, I thought maybe each one would be, like, a chance at a Lapras. You know what I mean? Yeah. each. I mean, each one should have been a chance at a Lapras. It should have been, a, you know, I don't know. It should have been set out a little bit better where, you know, you have an opportunity to catch one, two, three, four Lapras, you know, you know, for each each thing that you complete, you get a Lapras, but not to do the whole thing. And you have one opportunity to get that Lapras. And if you don't, well, tough, because you'll probably never see this Pokemon again. Yeah. It, it, it was a bit. 
It's like half, a letdown. It was very much like a want want. Yeah. It's almost oh. like they've run out of ideas and they're just throwing things in there and covering that up with, you know, double Evolve XP, double Candy XL, three hour lows, just, you know, to make things better, make things sound and seem better. But I mean, the spawns out there right now are not that great anyway. So a three hour lure is not really going to bring anything exciting in. Really? So I don't know. Not not the greatest. Not the greatest one. The only Played thing in. I got from the lures today were Togetic really and I got one of those uh, weeping bell things. What are they called? Oh, yeah, something like whatever those things are that look like a little bell that have a green sprout at the bottom. Yeah. Weeping I saw bell. one of those and an Eevee, which I used because I had used the Mossy Lure to evolve an Eevee because I'm on the level tasks of having to evolve Eevee into every form. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't found a Pokestop in so long. I was like, I'm going to use a lure. So that's why I used my lure. And then it ended up giving me the Togetic. So that's why I was happy because I had yeah. tried the whole incident thing. But I used that to evolve the Eevee I'd had as my buddy because it had a little hat because now I'm on... I just need one more with the little Christmas hat to have, have all of them. And so I got that one from the Mossy Lure, but I also caught a random Eevee, so I evolved that one too. So I got the Evolve XP, so that was exciting too that this evolution kind of timed in with that, which I was happy for. One of the, what's the word, one of the issues I have with the requirements is the amount of XP it gives you as a reward for completing them. <laughs> some of them, okay, be 500, but for some of the ones that take longer, they should give you way more credit for. Especially yeah. when you have, like, XP you're trying to build up to in the millions. Yeah. Like, 500 XP? 500 for all this? They yeah. give you, like, measly tasks on the research, and you get, like, at least, like, a thousand. That's what I was so mad about, too, for the cutify. Mm. I got missed out on the whatever what it was 10,000 mm-hmm. XP because I did not see one at the yeah. end of any of that Yeah, I think I said that last week but I was like really so yeah XP ratios are kind of interesting anywho I'll stop complaining now <laughs> hey, people love a good complaint it's fine well wow well, wow that's what they're going to say yeah, exactly speaking of complaining <laughs> How many raids have we done this week? Well, one today. I wasn't going to do it, remember? And I was like, yeah. will you do it with me? And so you used your remote because this is the first time I've raided at all in mm. person or remotely since I don't even remember the last time I have because there's no raids here. And then oh, this whole remote no. thing. But it was a mega blast toys. And yeah. you came, I came, and only two other people came out of the... 10 people I invited yeah. that were online. So that was kind of a bummer because that used to be like, not for Mega Blastoise, but we used to invite people and a whole bunch of people used to come. So when you can used to be able to do the Go Raid party and have people be able to come. I will say I did get a research breakthrough. A remote mm-hmm. raid. You get, No, you got a remote raid pass. Yeah. Oh, that's good. For the seventh day. Yeah. Whatever, completing that. Hmm. 
research stuff, I got one. Yeah. So that was kind of like a, hey, I didn't have to pay for that. That was exciting kind of thing. Mm. It's not something that I've had before. So I was like, well, I guess that's nice. But I was going to talk about that because um, I've gone through two sets of research breakthroughs since the switch over. And I am yet to receive a remote raid pass. I've been given a Cinestone twice. I don't use the stones. I already, I've already evolved all the Pokemon needed, you know, with a Cinestone, so I don't need them. I also already have, I think, five. I store five of each one just in case. I don't need a Cinestone. I yeah. do need a raid pass. <laughs> and I no, maybe have... they've seen that you've raided <laughs> in the past yeah. month. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe they were like, this person hasn't come back to raid yeah. for a very long time. <laughs> Let's try and help. Yeah, maybe. But going back to raids, I um, I used to host raids quite a lot and bring quite a lot of people in. Because um, obviously with, with the kind of gyms around here, there's quite a lot of gyms. So I can, you know, go down the road and do three, four um raids a day down one end and go down the other end and do another three or four it's it's quite nice um but since this is all flipped over what i have noticed is when i am inviting people in i'm either getting nobody turning up maybe one person maybe two but if i am filling the, the lobby with say 10 people what i'm finding is the people that are joining are quite low level so that you know you could be bringing in a level 17 or a level 21 or you know, whatever it is, they're quite low levels that are coming across now. So it seems that the more that the people that are actually remote raiding in don't seem are to newer. be. Yeah, they're kind of newer players is the best, the best way of putting it. Not a lot of high level players are joining. Oh, so it's lobby. harder to do. Yeah, it takes a lot longer to do if you complete it at all. I mean, I wasted um, a raid pass one day last week. Just because I kept inviting people in and um, we were not completing it to the point where in the end I just gave up because I think we I think I'd battled the same Pokemon about three or four times, um, and it was just taking too long. Each each battle was you know the full limit all the way to the end, and we were getting close um, or nowhere at all. Nowhere. Well, I know. All. How many people have been inviting you to them? Because I knew I used to get like maybe two or three different people a week inviting mm-hmm. me to a random raid. And sometimes mm-hmm. I would, most of the time I wouldn't go because it was for something really silly. Yeah. But I used to get invited to something. Or usually when the important raids were coming out, those ones I would go to if I could, if I had enough coins from the mm-hmm. saving up points. But I know you used to jump in as many as you could. Have as many people been inviting you to any? No, I, I might get one a day, maybe two a day. And they seem to be for the silliest of things. I've not had any invites for the tapus. Um, uh, not Tapu, sorry, Landorus. Since since it went in, um, that Mega Blastoise that you invited me to today, that was the first Mega Blastoise when anyone's invited me to. Not that I want to do Landorus or Mega Blastoise <laughs> because I have both of them, um, and I'm not particularly interested in collecting the shiny Landorus. Um, and it would take too many raids. I mean, like I said last week, it's it's taking too many raids as it is to try and get to the shinies for me. I am certainly not lucky with getting shiny legendaries of late. So 
I'm not, I'm, I'm just not doing them. If people invite me and it looks as if it's going to be a full lobby, then I might do them, but that's about it. Oh, I was shocked that those two other people stayed with us in the lobby today. And I was surprised that anyone showed up, but I was really kind of, it's like a surprise, but not surprised. And it's kind of like still disappointing because you used to get like a full host of friends if you'd invite them, like especially the certain friends you know. And I haven't gotten invited to those few that I used to get invited to and no one that used to come join these raids. Well, I've lost, I've lost more friends again this week. More people have dropped out. I think Um, I'm down two more. I think I'm down, oh, wow, I'm actually down quite a lot more now. Um, I'm down about five, I think, from a couple that, yeah, I mean, I'm down one today. And I think altogether this week, I think I've lost five people. Mine I can respect because I haven't been able to send out as many gifts. Because I obviously haven't found very many (laughs) stops. And I was so mad, the few times because i open it all my kids each day so sometimes my output isn't as much as my input so my i was so mad the day that i was going by some my thing was full (laughs) and i didn't like it was on a drive so the person driving i couldn't be like hey go back (laughs) so please come back and help me (laughs) <laughs> Please go back. I need a gift. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Strange conversations. Strange conversations. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I don't see it changing anytime soon. Um, it's we've not had any any information back from Niantic. No replies from Niantic. No no word whatsoever. They are as always completely silent. Um. Well, I mean, they have the, they're being silent, but they have about 103, what, thousand signatures on change.org? Yes. For that yes. petition for, like, hear us, please, and, like, mm. please pay attention to your people, basically. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it's hear not my plea. Yeah, yeah, hear my, hear my voice. It's, it's a great idea, but I don't think it's going to get anywhere, um, simply because they are not interested in how, the community feels that's been made abundantly clear maybe they got like maybe they got press for it because they got trending like because of all this negativity but then if you notice they put out that new game that's basically like a weird pokemon version of just having a pet Mm -hmm. like for younger people i think yeah which is kind of like an ai friend an ai pet which is really big right now all the ai stuff like they have this app that's like that will dictate what you do with your afternoon. You have like an AI friend. And it's like, what should I do today? And then they tell you. And then like. Slightly, slightly freaky. That kind of freaks me out. But now Niantic put out this other one that's like, looks like a version of a Pokemon and it's a pet. I can't remember what it's called, but maybe they timed it so they'd get weird press and then have that. I don't know. They might not care. They might just not care. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's going on lately. They, I saw something earlier about uh, a new game that they're trying to put out to do with superheroes. Um, I don't know why they're trying to go anywhere near superheroes because they are as far away as far away from superheroes as can possibly be. Um, they are currently the bad guys, so I don't know why they're going down that that kind of avenue. Whether that's real or or not is a different matter. But yeah, they're certainly not putting any effort into into the game at the minute. There's quite a lot of complaints and. Even even the mystic hero, as per usual, the poor Australians and New Zealanders, 
when a Mystic Hero started, they hadn't even turned on um, the um, what's it called the the wording for for the missions um, for the research. And as far as I know, they hadn't actually turned on the shiny either. So that sucks. You know, it sucks for because they always get the poo really end does. of the stick. It does we shouldn't laugh, but it's it is hilarious that. They mess this up constantly every single it's time. It's like no one checks it, no one previews it. Does anyone? Do they just? Who gets paid? Maybe it's a volunteer thing. Like they don't. I don't know. Like who doesn't check before something goes live? Yeah, I mean for for things like these, for these kind of uh, situations where it's it's just it's an event and it's going to be on for two or three days, four days, five days. I think the easiest thing for anyone that's in kind of Australia, New Zealand, those kind of areas, they need to just not do anything on the, the research time. for like yeah. the first 12 hours. <laughs> like, just don't touch it. Don't go near it because give it, give them 12 hours to notice and realize, oh, we haven't turned it on yet and then start doing it. It's Maybe Niantics, but just like the people that like, <laughs> I used to be so tired of like, not a class, but just an assignment that I'm like, whatever, here you go. This is my best effort and just yeah. turn it in. Maybe whoever's done doing Niantic stuff is like, you know what? I tried. <laughs> it just turns it in. They just I'll get a B. Forget, I think they just seem to forget the time difference. It's, it's almost like they, they think, well, everyone goes live at this time. This is what time midnight is for here. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on a minute. Why don't they just time it there? hours ago. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's the same thing with everything. You know, the Reggies, the Reggies were poor, um, to say the least. You know, they just, they mess things up so much. Maybe they're working on all their projects, all their other projects <laughs> more. <laughs> there were other projects and that's the problem. Well, there you go. Um, last one, I suppose, on the catch up is with, you know, the two times Evolve XP. Mass evolving. Did you get any mass evolving done this week where you just kind of sat there and evolved everything you possibly could? I tried to do some of it. It's just hard because most of mine I've already, like I need more room in the decks. So I need mm. to find places to put my Pokemon so I can get coins Um, before I can like add more Pokemon. But whatever I caught that I had enough candy for I evolved and then when it was poo just transferred it out. Yeah. But um I went through and tried to evolve as many stuffs uh, not stuffs, excuse me, as many Pokemon with items as I could because I'm still trying to make that requirement happen. So I was trying to combine the taking care of these things with using Stardust for evolving, using <laughs> something that's gonna help me in both ways. So I tried to do more of that. Mm-hmm. And I went through and I evolved just the lesser stars, whatever I had just cluttering up, like maybe 10 spaces and then transferred them out. Mm-hmm. So I did a little bit. I noticed today I was like at 45 and now I'm at like 58 or something. So I got quite a bit of, like a little boost at least. Yeah. Well, I went through and I don't know how many. I I basically left my auto catcher running away with itself and I didn't transfer anything out for about two and a half days maxed it 
out or max my uh, capacity out and it I think I had about 400 and something Pokemon spare so with the one and you that, have the Stardust to do it all and the well candies. you don't need the Stardust to evolve that's the good thing about it um, no you don't can- no just the candy oh it's to transfer it. oh yeah. see I was thinking about this wrong then I could have done more yeah I mean I went through the ones that could evolve for the lowest price I didn't do everything the way that you can do because I don't want to waste candy for the sake of wasting candy yeah. not to just gain XP but the likes of the birds that are only taking 12 to evolve or something that's only 25 to evolve it doesn't take Stardust to evolve? no I'm shocked no <laughs> what have I been no, thinking about this whole time I had power then this whole time I combined the wrong things I was thinking I was saving and being economical but to be fair I wasn't really looking at what it cost I was just like just do what you think you can afford, and I was paying attention, obviously, to the candies and stuff because yeah. apparently there is no Stardust to pay attention to. So, no, you don't. I was silly. Stardust. Just, just the candies, and like I said, if you if you limit it to the lowest evolving Pokemon, anything that's sort of fifty or four hundred or two hundred, a hundred, I'm not touching them because out of the you know sort of four hundred and something Pokemon that were lying around, I probably evolved. Well, um, I got five hundred and seventy thousand. Um, XP. So that's good. And you've got yeah. an egg, huh? I think that first night when I when you told me it reminded me about the XP for evolving. Mm-hmm. I used an egg because I only had one enough coins for one save. Yeah. yeah. So I used that because I didn't think about the Topatic day. Mm-hmm. So that was my bad. Now I feel yeah. silly because I was thinking the whole transferring Stardust versus evolving Stardust thing. So I could have done more than I thought I could. Yeah, I was like, I have to save and this to the fair, one you trade. You still can, because it's it's still on, so you still can. Um, yeah. I, only put, I, put, I only put one egg on, just at the beginning, and I I didn't look at when it finished. I just carried on going until I got to the end of the available Pokemon. And like I said, I transferred out anything that was um, sort of 100 or anything that was 50 or above really anything that required a stone or anything complicated i basically evolved everything that was either 12 or 25 candies to evolve and i just carried on I going until I they were the all gone togetic today i mm-hmm. evolved a shiny and another one just because i could use the item because it gave you the item and i needed to do the items but mm-hmm. I see what you're saying about the cost of it. Because I looked at doing a Meltan. Yeah. And those are like 400 each time. And I was like, I have enough from opening the box to do it. But I, I don't have enough candies to do it. So I have enough Meltan that I could evolve. But I don't. I can't, I can't afford it in this economy. <laughs> in this economy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was, it's a good, it's, that's the only good thing about the event. With the two, the two times evolve XP. And putting that egg on makes it four times evolve XP. So for 30 minutes, everything you do is is basically 4,000 XP. And that was great because, like I say, after 30 minutes of it, plus, I don't know, maybe another 30 on top of that, I must have sat there for about an hour and did it and came out with 570,000 XP. So I don't know how many I evolved. I didn't keep count, really. But I suppose if I had have carried on with another egg after that, you know, I could have been topping a million. I don't know, maybe a million XP. But it's a good event for that. That's the only good thing about a Mystical Hero that I've liked. 
and the two times Candy XL, also very good. Got a lot of Candy XL and also great for the Toga sitcom day as well. I didn't really keep track of um, the candy side of things. I just kind of went with the flow and caught as many as I could. But I ended up with, you know, altogether nine, just over 9,000 Toga P candy and 653 Candy XL. So not a bad day, really, just, just from catching. It's been a good event for that, for any sort of evolving. But other than that, I don't think it's been a particularly great event. I'm happy you got XP from this one because you have to do what 18 million right now. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. Oh, 21, 21 million. So I've got, I've got just shy of five million left to go. I'm kind of, I'm kind of embarrassed because I have only like 75 million to do. Leveled up like seven million five hundred. There we go. But I. You've already evolved. I mean, done so much more XP than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, shall we move on to the news? Yep. The Pokemon Go EU International Championships is in London this weekend, as we speak. So, obviously, not as you hear. It's already happened. <laughs> and I imagine that is a good place for anyone who is interested in talking about Niantic to Niantic. You know, maybe Niantic are not necessarily there, but there's enough people there to vent to. Um, the event is basically for the trading card game, the video game championship, the Pokemon Go championship, and the Pokemon Unite players as well. So, big thing going on in London from the 14th through to the 16th. So, if anyone's interested in that, you can watch that on Twitch, I believe. You've already done the stores and hearing the people there. Yeah, probably not. No, <laughs> I mean it depends if Niantic are actually there because it's it's more of a Pokemon thing. So I imagine the Pokemon company will be there and in charge of that in some way, shape, or form. We currently still have no date for Pokemon Go Fest, which you would think they would have announced by now. If it's it's usually in well, any time between June and July, it's fluctuated over the years, but we've not had any say on that yet. When it's been in July, they've usually kind of announced it in May. But in June, they've kind of announced it in April. So I've got a funny feeling that this one's going to be in July because they've not announced it yet. And we're we're a couple of weeks away from, from May. So we shall see what happens there. Um, I've got a funny feeling that the reason they haven't announced anything is because of the current backlash. I, I imagine that, that probably has something to do with it. Maybe they're just kind of pushing back the game or or at least looking into how many people are walking away or not playing or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then what's on the 23rd? Uh, that is a it's a random leak that came out of presumably Poker Miners. It's just a limited research event on the 23rd, which is a Sunday. There's not there's no information about it. However, Poker Miners have also found that Team Magma, which was put into the game in, I think, 2017, it was just randomly placed in, but nothing ever happened with it. Their clothing now has text on it, and there are socks available. And it's been paired with an event called a little warm-up so that could be this it may it might be it might not be but this um a little warm-up it seems it seems so strange to have that now and have that ready to go when we've already had the primal kyogre and primal groudon released in the game so i don't know whether this is just grabbing something out of mothballs and thinking to themselves oh we could do this to make up for the fact that you know, things are going wrong. Reggie Drago, for example, uh, which, which went monumentally wrong. 
I don't know if this is their way of saying we'll make it up to you by giving everyone a chance to catch the primals that didn't get the chance to catch the primals. I don't know. Because the teams that were involved, like Team Magma, for example, in the games and um, in, I don't think it was in the, in the TV show, but definitely in the games, Team Magma were obsessed with Groudon and making Groudon primal and taking over and creating more land. And then their rivals, Team Aqua, in the, the opposite game, were obsessed with Primal Kyogre. So I don't know whether this is their way of reintroducing the Primals back into the game, which was, you know... So they're trying to bring more of the other games into it? Well, yeah, I mean, we've got Team Rocket, and Team Rocket uh, have been, you know, in the game since kind of day one, really. These are an alternate version of that. They've got their own version of Giovanni, which is called Maxi. Giovanni's getting dumped. Well, I mean, I don't think they'll directly replace Team Rocket, but this would be a good way of mixing the game a bit to remove Team Rocket from it and bring in um, Team Magma. Because at least then there's a bit of variety. Whether this is something that they're going to do within this current season or whether they're going to start the new season and get rid of Team Rocket and bring in Team Magma and Team Aqua. Just to mix things up a little bit, I don't know, but it just seems strange to have these these parts of the game sat there in the code and to add things to them and kind of reactivate them or, you know, get this get this a little warm up event booted up and pull it out of mothballs around the same time as we're kind of we've we've already done Primal Kyogre, we've already done Primal Groudon. It would make more sense it would have made more sense to do it the other way around. To bring those um, those alternate Team Rockets into the game to introduce Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon. That that makes more sense. And to it's me. Maxi. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've also got uh, Tabitha and Courtney, which are the the, the leaders, if you will. Um, so yeah, I'd, it's a strange one. It is a strange one that this has kind of been poked forward and this is not to say that this limited research event on the 23rd is that i'm just putting two and two together and making seven you know um and <laughs> just hoping that it, it kind of is really but it's it, i don't know it's a strange one they've got no information about the event on the 23rd and we've also still got um the community day classic at the end of the month as well so towards the end of this month it looks like we're getting a few more little drips and drabs of events thrown at us. But we still have no information on this event nor the community day at the end of the month. So, yeah. That's kind so of... We're kind of just needing to update yeah. everyone. Yeah, that's... And kind know. of talk about their plan. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, any sort of conversation from Niantic would be grateful at the minute because we're getting nothing. We just get these little things in out through the Pokemon Go channels. Maybe they're like, we can't, we can't win if we think whatever we do is going to be wrong. Maybe they're yeah. scared. I don't know. Or I, mean, I just don't care. <laughs> well, I think, like, yeah, I think it all comes back to the fact that they don't care. They're making a game. They're doing it in their own vision. And, you know, if you want to play it, play it. If you don't, don't. That seems to be their attitude to it. And it seems to be a continued attitude because they still haven't come forward and said anything. Maybe that was what Wu said when he kind of got blessed. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're just going to not talk because we mess it up worse. Because <laughs> he really <laughs> stepped in it with the whole grandma thing, so. Yeah, he really did. I don't know. I see the memes that are kind of funny. Yeah, but there's, the memes are everywhere, and, and everyone's making new memes all the time about it because it is literally that that ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That we can carry on making memes until the end of time about this. We can carry yeah. on making as many jokey quips about how, how you know, everyone is acting and how Niantic is not acting until the end of time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not very forthcoming at the moment. Maybe because all their forthcoming things have not been in our favor. Maybe they have another one that's torn. They're like, they didn't like that. They definitely are going to like this. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully it's not that, though. No, I hope not. I hope I hope that they're gonna pull their finger out and finally push something forward that's gonna be good. You know, a good end of season event would be nice, you know. Bring out GoFest and that's fine. Bring an end of season event that's gonna be that's gonna be good and bring things back. Um maybe the reason that they've not announced GoFest yet and the reason why they've not announced the makeup event for Reggie Drago is because they've you know the they're all sitting around the table and wondering how they can screw us over. Uh, sorry, um, come up with something better for the end of <laughs> end of the season. You know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, Monday at ten a.m. At least we got the Mega Slowbro Tapu Bulo back. Yep. So there's yep. some upcoming. Mm-hmm. After that, it's again the sustainability week from April twentieth. At 10 a.m. the Thursday mm-hmm. to the Wednesday, April 26th at, what, 8 p.m.? Yep. So at least there's some stuff going on while they're being quiet. And Togetic was kind of nice to everyone, at least. Did mm-hmm. Australia do well with Togetic? Yeah. So they got I think, something I, right. I think, I think the people that actually went out and, and did the Togetic um, Community Day, certainly from... From what I'm seeing, had a good day. I'm not seeing much in the way of negativity about it, whether that's because people just decided not to do it for whatever reason um, or whether they have just not commented on the negative yet. I've, I've really not seen many, many negatives that with my experience on, on Community Day today, there was a lot, a lot of Pokemon on on from my end, anyway. I know, obviously, yours is different. You're in the middle of nowhere with no, with no yeah, focus stops. But that lure helped a lot. Because mm. I was walking around and they really weren't spawning. Like I got yes. one or two every like other kind of block, and I'm like, this is kind of weird. Mm. But by that lure, that kept spawning a little bit, so that was nice because that was the most action I've gotten from this. Yeah. I was really, really sad about the cute flight because I was so excited for that. But, but don't it worry. is I've what it plenty, is. I've got plenty of cute fly for you, so don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and next we okay. have the Trap Inch Spotlight Hour, spotlight hour on the Tuesday, mm-hmm. April 18th, 6 mm-hmm. to 7, your local time. And you get two mm-hmm. times the Evolve XP still, right? Mm-hmm. So that carries on till that night? Is that when that ends? Um, I, I know, you know what? Let me just have a look when that ends. Because I know that that ends soon-ish. That ends, oh no, that ends on Monday. Then that end, when that, does that Trapinch get Monday. that Evolve? Uh, Trapinch gets the two times Evolve XP. Um, so Monday, okay, so that ends the 17th. 
but you mm-hmm. still get evolve XP two times the evolve XP for a trap yeah. that night. Yeah. Just not which, during the which, day. <laughs> or anything which seems else. like a very <laughs> silly idea. Yeah. Where's the incentive? Again, this comes back to pre-planning. Where's the incentive to go out and catch Trap Inch? Other than, you know, to catch Trap Inch and to try and get a good Pokemon and to save up the candies. But the incentive to two for two times Evolve XP comes in for that one hour, but you've just had a week worth of it. Yeah. So Why not just carry it on? And end it that night or something. Why not just give it a different incentive? Why would why would you do the one hour two times? It's kind of funny. When you just finished a whole event that's based on two times evolve XP. Mm. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> they didn't do much. Maybe they just didn't change the word. Like someone just forgot and they were like, "It's okay." Yeah, it, they it's won't fine. notice. They just had a week of it. What's another hour? Why not? Yeah. Maybe they couldn't come up with anything else and no one wanted to. Maybe that guy quit. Whoever's supposed to be updating and fixing things, maybe he quit. Because <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. raid thing, he quit. And yeah. they're like, well, we'll, just, we'll just leave everything that's happening this week alone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're just locked out. Maybe that everything that's coming out is locked in and the guy that's in charge of that has quit. And they can't, like, they don't know the password to get into the system. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Ed Wu's going forward like, yeah, we can't, we're, we're not changing it. And the reason we're not changing it is because we can't, because we're locked out of the system. Maybe um, maybe the guy who quit had to go take care of his Singaporean grandma. And Ed Wu just <laughs> had something against the Singaporean grandma. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. There, we found a reason for it. Yep, they Brilliant. they just need some help over there. But I mean, they're still doing stuff, aren't they? While they're still not succeeding in some ways in Australia, yeah. Community yeah. Day is a hit or miss for whoever on one side or the other, whatever anyone's thinking is, whatever their experience was. But they're still doing stuff, didn't they? Just doing something about a website, uh, a web store, a web store. Yeah, so they've just they've just launched a Pokemon Go web store, which has opened in Australia and Norway and Singapore. Um, a bit of a strange one, because most... Singapore? Kind of, <laughs> yes, yeah, Singapore. Would you believe? Singapore. Again, you know, it's like they don't know how to put these things out without creating their own memes for themselves. Um, but yeah, the web store will be rolling out to other countries in the near future, they say. Uh, I mean, this is this is on the back of most most games have these now. They have a store where you go in and buy things in bulk. You don't necessarily have to buy them through the game because if you buy them through the game, certainly on an Apple phone, uh, Apple takes about a thirty percent cut of any money. So when you pay your one dollar or one pound, you know Apple gets thirty pence, thirty cents of that. Whereas if they open their own store that's separate from that then they get the full, you know, Niantic earned the full amount. that you, they, they get that full dollar, that full pound. So they don't have to worry about losing a percentage of it because um, I believe it's still sat at 30% from Apple's side of things. At least it was when there was a whole complaint about Fortnite, which is, you know, one of the reasons why Fortnite disappeared off the App Store on um, on Apple's side of things because they created their own their own web shop themselves. 
which broke Apple's terms and conditions and they were whipped off. Now, it's quite funny that this this has happened now to them to earn more money, which is quite amusing, really, because this is a bad time for them to do that because people are literally saying we're not spending any money on your game. So yeah, it's quite they should have done it before they announced yeah, the well, they, thing. They, they should have done this and not got rid of, you know, the incentive yeah, to do raids. <laughs> yeah, they you should know. have. Yeah, they didn't plan that right. Again, that guy just no. quit. Or maybe, yeah, exactly. maybe the Singaporean grandmother, like, mm. helped the Norwegian grandmother. Yeah, and the Australian grandmother, and maybe they're just they're just buying the shares of whatever needs to be bought so that the websites mm. could go live in these areas. It's uh, it, it's insane. It really is. But. As it stands, uh, the store currently lists four PokerCoin bundles, 1,200 PokerCoins, 2,500 PokerCoins, 5,200 PokerCoins, and 14,500 PokerCoins. So if you buy each one, um, you get extra. So you get 60 extra for the 1,200, 150 extra for the 2,500, 350 extra for the 5,200, and 1,000 extras for the 14,500. And which one do you need to max out your decks? Well, you'd have to buy the 14,500 coins for starters. And, uh, and then the, would you have yeah. anything left over? I don't know. Possibly. Um, I've never really sat there and worked out how much it would cost in poker coins to max out the storage on both. It'd be interesting to but think about. It would, it would be interesting to think about. But if it's, if it's less expensive on here, then more people are going to go for that just because of its um, just because of its price, really, more than anything. But that again depends on what you could do with it because you can't buy raid passes in abundance like you could before because of this because of the price. No one's going to really pay what they did before unless they're earning mega bucks. So they could use it for storage, I suppose, if you're going to carry on playing the game. But other than that, there's not really much of an incentive to to carry on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just a weird, everything going on with Niantic is kind of weird. Every decision they're making and, like, implementing things is just, what's going on kind of thing. Yeah, well, someone's definitely done something, pressed a button and walked away. That's the only thing I can think of. Someone's like, let's see you do this without me, and then, (laughs) (laughs) and it was like, I will, and then now he's like, I don't want to. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, right. I mean, well, yeah, that's just going to be what it is for a yeah. while. What kind yeah, of auto catchers would you suggest other people get? Why we're all over on the subject of coins and getting things in Niantic? Because Niantic, like the auto catchers, I feel like are kind of stigmatized with some people, and some people like them, some people don't. But I feel like, especially newer players, they might get a lot out of an auto catcher because. Again, when I got one, I mean, when I got to use yours, that helped a lot because I didn't, I was not good at catching for a while. Mm. So you remember my, you're like, where's that going? Yeah. Time you'd watch me do. Um, so you should tell them where they, like what well, you're. Every, everyone has their own little preference. Some people like the original ones. Some people like, um, I mean, I've got the um, Gotcha Evolve, and I like that one. I. I it works for me. I enjoy using it. it. It's simple. There are different ones. There's 
countless different gotchas and countless different versions of that out there. So it's I don't know, it's kind of hard. There's a way of going through it and talking about each one. I suppose we could make a segment of that at some point, I suppose. Yeah, and, I just thought I'd bring it up one. because we were talking about like the buying and the selling and earlier you mentioned using the auto catcher and I'm like, we should mention that for people who don't know because I remember some people online commenting on things saying they didn't know mm-hmm. what it was. And yeah. I know some people were like, people who use it are just lazy or this, this and that. And I'm like, I don't think it's bad if you use it, if it's your choice, it's your choice to use it or not. I think it helped me yeah. a lot when I got to use yours and I mm-hmm. miss it now that I don't have it. But I mean, now where I am, it's kind of not useful because there's nothing to catch anyway but i like that it did spin the stops for you that was helpful to get like items and like things it is helpful for for people that play the game whilst they're at work for example yeah i used to to use it a lot whilst i was at work especially when i was driving um because obviously you can't be messing with your phone while you're driving and you can't Mm -hmm. be playing pokemon while you're driving but the poker you know the, the auto catcher will pick up on some things and it will it will catch um, certain Pokemon, especially when you could drop down to lower speeds, it'll also spin stops for you if you're driving under sort of 26, 27 miles an hour. Um, so it's good for that. But again, it, you know, it's all down to personal preference, isn't it? We'll we'll try and do a little bit of a, of a background. I have to really look look them up first because they only have the basic knowledge of, of the ones that were released from the Pokemon company um and i mean niantic turns it off when they want to turn it off too so it's not like it's 100 percent like the best like it's like it's an enhance like it helps i liked it on the community days especially because i was wasting so many balls not catching anything that i didn't catch anything to show for anything at the end of the day so i liked it on the days that i wasn't (laughs) A great catcher that I still had something to show for and that I could like trade with you or try and get a good IV with or something like that or shiny or something. So, and I mean, I think it helps people because like they might have kids who like play the game and they're just the one with the phone for them or I don't know. I don't think you have to justify it. I just remember seeing comments about it. So I thought we should, I would just remind and ask about it. So yeah. Well, I will do some research on, on all all the major ones that are out there and we'll come back and talk about it in a in a different episode because I think for that one my personal preference is obviously the one that I have other people have used different ones so they'll have a personal preference but for anyone out there that's never used one we can go over it a little bit plus we have the uh the go plus 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 coming out so you know we'll have a look at we'll have a look at that one as well and see how how good that is and see how um See how that compares to other ones. What happens if they bring out the minus and then the plus? Does it make well, a positive is, charge or a negative co- 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 What's that word? Covalent? Is there a bond? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm lost. You've, you've moved away from Pokemon and gone into science now. That you know. <laughs> bond. James Bond. We'll take it there. Oh, now you're just going too far. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about sustainability week before we disappear into tangents after tangents. So, no, it's no, no problem. So April 20th, 10 a.m., and it ends April 26th at 8 p.m. Now, this is quite a good one because, as mentioned last week, week before, whenever it was, when we were talking about sustainability week, um, they haven't really announced anything 
to do with what Niantic is going to do for the environment, which is quite amusing because they usually do make a big song and dance about, you know, we will plant a tree for every five kilometres you walk. They've not actually done that this time, um, from what I've seen anyway. But they have decided to at least honour the same as the previous uh, years before. And not only have they released new Pokemon, they've also released a new shiny. So that's nice of them. And the encounters aren't that bad. They're not amazing, but they aren't that bad. So wild encounters. We have Squirtle, Shelda, Larvitar, Whalmer, Drillber, Cottony, Dwebble, Fungus, Binacle, all released in Shiny already, apart from Drillber, which will be released for this event. So they're all out there and they will all be Shiny. Non-Shinies are Petalil, Brokey, and the new Pokemon. I don't know how we pronounce this because it's not from a game that I've played, but it says it's Boon Sweet. It could Bon Sweet. I don't know. It does look like a little cherry with a um, couple of leaves on its head. So we'll go with, say, Boon Sweet for now, which then evolves into Steeny and evolves again into Serena. So we have our three new Pokemon, if you will, which is obviously the first one in its two evolutions, and the brand new shiny Drillba. And it says that Drillba will hatch from seven kilometer eggs, which is different from what was said in a different release, which said that Drillba, the, the shiny for Drillba will be released in a 2k egg. So I think we'll go with seven because that's what they're saying now. Um, we also have a good way of climbing your buddy Pokemon as well. So if anyone's stuck on trying to get their buddy Pokemon to a higher level, to try and get it to ultra buddy or higher, the event bonuses are if your buddy Pokemon is an ultra buddy or higher, it will bring you souvenirs more frequently. If your buddy Pokemon is a great buddy or higher, it will bring you leaf wrapped gifts more frequently. These gifts will contain berries more often. They may even contain a silver pinup berry. Your buddy Pokemon will accompany you on the map for longer after it's been fed. You've got half hatch distance to earn candy with your buddy Pokemon and half hatch distance, or sorry, half distance to earn hearts with your buddy Pokemon. So it's not a bad event, to be fair. Again, it's, you know, it's down to sustainability and walking. Reserve my judgment and belief for any new release Pokemon. I will believe (laughs) it when I see it. I have been burned mm. by Cutiflex. Yes. But at least this one is, well, it was an eggs last time. So, um, yeah. I didn't even hatch well, what's it called this time. I mean, to be fair, I had just hatched five eggs hmm. before I got to the Togetic day. So it wasn't necessarily their fault, but I didn't get a Togepi. But I definitely didn't get a Cutiflex. I know, but I'm still, like, offended. (laughs) I was excited. So these, whatever sustainable Pokemon they say they're giving, I will believe it when I see it. I just need whoever that worked on the community day to work on the release days. Mm. Because communities go a little bit better sometimes than release days or raid days or whatever else that is. Is it a different button? Are there different uh, buttons that you push? Maybe a different guy. Maybe it's um, instead of the 
um, Singaporean grandma in charge, maybe it's, uh, you know, a grandma from somewhere else and therein lies your problem. Yeah, maybe she hasn't got the yeah. proper training yet. Maybe that's what it is. Okay, yeah. so as well as everything I just mentioned, seven kilometer eggs, like I said, is where they said the drillable will be or the two kilometer egg. Because, like I say, if you go onto the blog, it says two kilometer. So we don't know which one it is. But they're also throwing in Cheruby in shiny form in the 2K slash 7km eggs as well. And there'll be some timed research. So sustainability week themed timed research will be available throughout the event, which will reward you with shiny drill. But if you are lucky, shiny trubbish, if you are very unlucky. And <laughs> again, the moon suite. And there'll be some usual field research task encounters which again you can get drillber or possibly the shiny drillber from and as always there's some avatar items so you have the boon sweets hat the steeny shirt and the serena boots so you can't see this through the podcast obviously but if i were you i would go into the blog have a look at this because it's got to be the most ridiculous costume i've ever seen it actually looks like something out of Fortnite. Definitely. On our YouTube or on our TikTok or what's it on? No, the blog that is on the Pokemon Go through the game. Just go to go to their blog. Yeah, go to look at their blog and see. I mean, I think I might actually... promoting them now. Well, I think I might actually promote this on our social media as... Or WTF? Definitely, definitely. It's got to go in there because this has got to be the silliest costume I've ever seen. It's a very strange costume. But there you go. That is Sustainability Week. So, update. On, I believe it was one of our first, I think it was the first episode, we talked about um, nominating Pokestops. Mm-hmm. And we said we'd look into it, and we kind of did. So, you obviously go to the Pokeball button. As we said before, you go to Settings, and it is within Uploads. If you're allowed to nominate, but it says Pokestop contribution and you click and it's supposed to be after you get it. I think it says new Pokestop. I don't remember if it said new Pokestop before we were approved or not, Um, but it's right where it says Pokestop contribution. And then you go and you have to read up on the guidelines. There's like a little video if you want to watch the video about like what it suggests and like a little description of yes and no's and what kind of things qualify, what doesn't. Basically, it has to be publicly accessible to all and it can't be like private property and things like that so you can take a quiz it's about 10 i think it's 10 questions and if you don't pass you have to wait a specified amount of time to take it again and then after that it takes i think a day to is it a day or a few hours it's after you re-log in it said 24 hours for me but it only took about an hour and a half yeah, for me, it said you had to re-log in, and it could take up to, like, 24 hours, I think, but I can't. I didn't notice it fix until today, so I did that yesterday. And, yeah, so it um, lets you put new Pokestop after you pass. So I click it. It says, what's a Pokestop? Next. And then how do I nominate? Next. And then choose a location. Next. And now you set a location. So you have to move the mo- marker to the most accurate location. And I'm going to do my best to figure out something close by that I can actually use as a Pokestop and go from there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just wanted to update. I know you know more about the updates and, like, what's required or if they could take it again and whatnot. 
You want to yeah, mention that? It's not the easiest of tests, to be fair. Um, common sense, unfortunately, doesn't doesn't come into this. It's very much how they dictate the rules. Um, it used to be that you could only take the test twice. But now they've opened it up, as they say on their website, we think you should have an unlimited amount of times to do the test. So they've literally opened it up to if you if you fail it, like I did the first time, then you get to watch a video which sort of summarizes everything that you should know. So it's less less information than you can read. It's a long page of information. You just click on the subtitles and it gives you more information per per page. So it's. It's a lot simpler if you get it wrong the first time. It just kind of gives you a summary of what you should remember to go back through. And, yeah, I mean, I passed the second time by basically neglecting or rejecting. Um, I definitely rejected more the second time than I did the first time. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, it, I was I was okay in quite a few things, and apparently they were wrong based on the guidance and the rules of Yeah, they just really want it to be safe. I think. Yeah. So yeah, you really they, have they, to think from safety more than just like, oh, that is publicly accessible because it's yeah. like feels like it's kind of a trick question. Mm-hmm. And so if I you mean, go with just fire, the safest answer, yeah. Yeah. To me, a fire station seems like an okay idea, but fire station is not a good idea because if we look back into 2016 slash 17 when the game first started, and there were masses group masses of groups of people congregating around a poker stop or a gym to find a specific Pokemon. That's what you kind of have to remember. You've got to go back to 2016 in your head and think to yourself, where is not a good idea for people to all run into a destination? Not that people do that anymore at Pokemon, within the Pokemon game. You know, if a Pokemon appears at a a Pokestop, we don't all run in big groups anymore. That's not really how it works. It might work in certain communities where there will be something going on. But I suppose if you were to put a poker stop outside of fire station and it becomes a gym and then becomes an EX gym or an elite raid gym, they don't want, you know, 20, 30 people all congregating outside that fire station because in an emergency, that fire station is going to have a problem where there's groups of people congregated outside. So that's kind of the way that uh, Niantic are still kind of um, looking at it. So, yeah, I basically rejected 90% of the, the would you okay this as a poker stop? Would you say that this is accurate? I basically said no to the majority of them. Um, you just really uh, have to look at the, um, like, where it is and if it's, yeah. like... If you zoom out on the map and it yeah. doesn't accurately say this is the exact space. If you're taking a picture of, of a public house, like we do over here in, the, in England, and then on the map when you zoom out, the public house is nowhere to be seen, on the map so you can't tell that that's the public house then unfortunately that's just a straight up reject because if it's not on google maps then it's not there it's it's not going to be accurate because any of those buildings around that area could be the public house they could also be an actual person's house or they could be a place of business worship school anything like that so you just reject it straight away. That's the easiest way to do it. I think mine said like Mount Kilimanjaro or something really? <laughs> on the second time. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I understand that this is a no because it's not easily accessible to everyone. And yeah. the location and doesn't not. even have the right marker. <laughs> like, certainly not the kind of place you want to go for a casual stroll. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. But At it least is, they it, gave me an easy do, one in that. Yeah. I mean, you do get there in the end once you've tried it a couple of times. 
And once once you do get there, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, um, the Wayfarer website. There's no app in the UK. I don't know if there's an app in America, but in the UK, there's no app. You just go through the website through Niantic Wayfarer, well, wayfarer.nianticlabs.com. And I've got a, a, a waste spot slash poker stop review here. Uh, should this be a waste stop? Is your, in your best judgment, would this nomination be a good addition? And this is someone's took a picture of a little bridge over a stream. Um, it's not the, the best place. It's not the kind of place it says public bridge over stream, public footpath over a stream. That's not necessarily a good place to have one on the map. <laughs> There's nothing there. It's in the middle of nowhere. So this one's going to get rejected for me because I feel like this is a trick question just after I've passed for me to say whether this is a good place or a bad place. Now, oh, I know. Wrong, <laughs> that, that's a good place for people to walk and it's a very nice place and I'm sure it's historic in way, some way, shape or form. It is visually unique. It's not historic as far as I'm aware. I don't see any safe access because if kids went down, then they might fall in the stream. Um, there's no informational sign. There's no necessarily footbridge. It's just a rock. It is outdoor recreation and it is a bridge, to be fair, but I would reject that because I also feel like that's a test to make sure that I'm doing this accurately. So yeah, you do there. get to review other people's um, nominations and that also helps you build up um, a way of starting your own protest because the general guidance is that it could take anything from two weeks up to 24 weeks, maybe a year to get um, a poker stop. Um, what's the word? Okayed, you know, nominated or not. Yeah, yeah reviewed and, and, and authorised, if you will. But if you review other people's, and you, you kind of gain points, if you will, from that. Yeah. As uh, soon as I finished the search review and I was like, I don't yeah. want to do that to someone else. Yeah, but it's, it's a shame because you are you are kind of nominating and you're saying yes and no to other people's. And if it's a no, then it's it's a bit of a pain. But for every review, you kind of climb the ladder. And then that way, when you do nominate your own Pokestop, you have more chance of getting it because you're higher up. You know, you're, you're at a higher echelon to be to be able to say yes or no. And yeah. for other people to say yes or no to it, you get reviewed more. So yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. I've the last time I nominated a poker or you know asked for a poker start was about three years ago, and that one got an instant no because I didn't read the rules. It was very different back then as well. Um, I don't know why. For some reason, I was okay to do it then, but not now. I had to retake the test. So um, maybe yeah, presumably it or something. I guess. Yeah, maybe it says though. Their note on eligibility. So basically, if a waste spot nomination meets one of the below criteria, that's great. But remember, that eligibility alone isn't sufficient to turn a nomination into an accepted waste spot. So they're like, just because it meets the criteria, it can still be rejected. Mm-hmm. So that's why you got to like how you have to take the test. You know, like, yeah, that's acceptable. But is it the best idea? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Basically yeah. what you said. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. It is fairly easy. Um, I suppose separate note is you do have to be level forty within Pokemon Go to do that, to be able to get to the point where you can you can Take nominate, review exactly yeah. the test. Yeah, um, and yeah, it it is a pretty once you get through it, it's a pretty simple process. It's just getting through the test, especially if 
you haven't read all the details correctly. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's common sense the first time you're like, oh, I got this. Yeah. And then after you're like, sure, sure, man, they care about details. Yeah, it's very specific what they're asking for. So mm-hmm. the greatest, but, you know, like I say, easy enough once you get through it. Not too bad. We just wanted to mention that because we had mentioned it previously and said we'd look it up. Yes. I know okay, you have some more tips, huh? Some more what? what? Tips. A tips. Well, yes, this one on the back of what we said last week, we'll, we'll kind of throw out a tip each week. Uh, I've got a couple kind of rolled up for the next couple of weeks, but this one I think we will do this week, which is trading. So trading with each other, with other players with friends, family, whichever one you want to do, and kind of go through the sequence of, one, how it works, two, how the um, how the percentage of Stardust works with, you know, how much you, how much you use, or how much it requires per trade, and how you get the discounts, um, how much it costs for each type of trade, and also little, little, tidbits of information which I have found from or you know, should say we have found whilst we were trading en masse uh, a few months ago. So I want to start with one, how to trade. Pretty simple. You click on your Pokeball and you click on your excuse me, try that again. You don't click on your Pokeball. You click on your person in the corner. Your you know who you are and go to your friends list. You find the person you want to trade with and you click on that person and you go to trade. Pretty simple. Once the trade screen comes up, obviously you need to be within a distance of each other, which is around 100 meters of that person. So pretty close. The only time that that distance is, well, as far as I'm aware, the only time that that distance has ever been extended was, I want to say, 2020, 2021, I that was during, I think, a GoFest or a, an event. I can't remember exactly when it was, but I remember that I was able to do, because at the time there was nobody other than, um, you know, random members of the family that didn't really play. Other than that, there wasn't really anybody that could trade effectively with me, that was interested in trading with me um, to complete one of the missions. I think it was... We had to, at the time, it was buy a blue ticket or a red ticket, for example, and the red people had to catch certain Pokemon and the blue ticket had to catch other Pokemon. And then you had to find a friend to trade with to get the Pokemon that were out in the wild, but only for your. So there was three Pokemon, four Pokemon that were only available if you used a red ticket and vice versa for the blue. And then you had to trade with a person to get the other Pokemon and that way you could get the mission. So you had to find somebody who was doing it. So I, you know, went online onto Reddit, I believe it was, and found somebody that was within, I think it was um, 40 kilometers. I think it changed to 40 kilometers. So I was able to find someone in a city, you know, 20 miles away that was able to do it. And that was fine. You just made friends with them. Unfortunately, it cost more because of, they were. it was a brand new friendship, but, you know, you needed to do that to be able to complete the mission on the day because if you didn't have someone that was close by or a friend or family member that you could do it with then you were stuck in that position however the good thing was is they were minor pokemon they weren't anything special and it i think it cost a few thousand to be able to do it so 
that's the basics of how to do it. Once you've pressed the trade button, it will give you an option of selecting a Pokemon. Each one of you selects the Pokemon that you want to trade. Make sure you take the favorite off it, which you can do on that screen. And then press next and it will give you the option of do you want to? It will cost this much Stardust. If you're okay with that and you've got the amount of Stardust that you need, you just press trade and it will you know, take 20, 30 seconds to go across. It's not the fastest of things in the world, but I'm sure at some point they will make it faster like they have done with certain things over the years. They've made the animation a little bit faster on each one. So that's the simplest way of doing it. So let's talk about how much it costs with regards to Stardust for each one. So they already your friend. That's cool. If they're not your friend and you jump in, then obviously it's going to cost more because the idea is to build up the friendship. So swapping gifts with each other, doing um, raids with each other, doing battles with each other in gyms, that kind of thing. That's the thing that that you'll need to do to build up that friendship faster. As it stands, as a good friend, so that's a person that you've just met, you've just become friends with, for a regular Pokemon that both of you have, that's in your Pokedex will cost you 100 um, Stardust. Dead simple, dead easy. For a new Pokemon, so a Pokemon that either one of you hasn't got, that trade is going to cost you 20,000 Stardust. Now, it's a big jump, but the idea is, is that if you don't have that Pokemon and you really want that Pokemon, that's going to cost you more. If it is shiny or legendary, I should say if it is shiny, it's going to cost you, again, 20,000 stardust if it's legendary it's going to cost you one million stardust so as you can tell the incentive really is to become really good friends with them because each time you become a a higher friend level going from good to great to ultra to best friend those stardust totals drop down each time so great friends moving on so it was 100 it's now 80 for a caught pokemon if for a new pokemon it's gone from 20,000 down to 16,000 for shiny Pokemon, it goes from 20,000 to 16,000. For a legendary Pokemon, it goes from 1 million down to 800,000. So again, it's still a lot. Most people are not going to spend a million Stardust or 800,000 Stardust on a trade, especially if you're you know, the kind of person that wants to use that Stardust to power up your Pokemon. Next one is Ultra Friends. So that's the third heart. You're going to go from 100 down to 80, and now it's going to be 8. Just 8 to transfer that Pokemon that you already have. For a new Pokemon, it's now 1.6, so 1,600 Stardust. For a Shiny, again, 1,600 Stardust. And for Legendary, it's now 80,000. So that's a massive drop, obviously from 1 million down to 800,000. It's now down to 80,000, which again is still a lot, but it's, you know, a big drop. Then we go to Best Friends. So you're at the highest level. You are best friends with this person. You've got all four hearts. For a Pokemon you already have, both of you already have, it's now four Stardust, so not a problem. It's 800 for a new Pokemon, 800 Stardust. For a Shiny, it is also 800. And for a Legendary Pokemon, it is 40,000. And that's the lowest you're going to get it, really. 40,000 is the lowest you'll get for a Legendary Swap. Not bad. Not bad at all, really. Um, Especially if you both trade a Legendary at the same time, and you get a better and higher um iv pokemon at the end of it not always again that's kind of random we'll go through that in a second you can do a hundred trades per day so especially when both of you are at 
um, best friend and you've both already got the same Pokemon and you're just swapping Pokemon just to see if you can beat the odds and get a, a better Pokemon out of it. Sometimes you can get a Hundo Pokemon out of it. So that's that 100% IV Pokemon. And also, you can get to the point where you can be lucky friends with that person or get a lucky trade. Now, lucky Pokemon are literally random, unless you are lucky friends. So if you continue to swap gifts with a person and you continue to do raids with them and to do gym battles and so on, there's a higher percentage chance that you'll become lucky friends with that person. And what it means to and be lucky. And most of them are lucky. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can get lucky Pokemon by trading up to a hundred a day. The odds are, are quite high, especially if you're best friends with that person. You don't necessarily have to wait until you are lucky friends with that friend to be able to get a lucky Pokemon. Um, it just, it just takes a lot longer. You know, I've sat there or we've sat there and we've traded, you know, 90 to a hundred Pokemon a day and come out with zero luckies. We've also sat and there and it traded. it took away our lucky. Like, we're, yes, we're I mean, lucky friends, and it's taken yeah. away our lucky Well, it friendship. does, because one, once you get a lucky friendship, the next trade that you do with that friend is going it's to be a lucky, it's going to produce your lucky Pokemon for you. Every single time, 100%, that first one is going to be lucky. Unfortunately, once you have that lucky trade, you lose the lucky friendship. And it starts again where you have to carry on going into the point. It was where really it rude. It is, but unfortunately, the idea is, if you were to, there's benefits to having lucky Pokemon, less Stardust to power up, less um, less candy to power up. So they're not going to allow you to continue having lucky Pokemon because then you would fill your, your decks with lucky Pokemon because you would just keep trading with with that person a hundred mm. per day. And fill your decks the community days were nice because you had enough to try to keep trading the same one to kind of mm-hmm. try to get a lucky. But again, yeah. like you said, you can do like a hundred and still not get anything. So yeah, it's just we, mean that they took it away. <laughs> I guess it is, I guess it I is get mean. why when you explain yeah. it. But like, it, it is mean. We've worked but, on hard on that. Yeah, it took a long time to get us there. But the downside is because of the way that Pokemon Go does this, you will end up inevitably lucky friends with someone that lives, you know, 20,000, 16,000, 5,000 miles away from you. The amount of lucky friends I've had from Japan, to be honest with you, is ridiculous because I'm not going to be going to Japan anytime soon. And presumably my Japanese friend who I don't know in real life is never going to come and find me either in the UK. Yeah, those are like really annoying mm, because they want you to cultivate these friendships, but then they're like, these are only in-person things, but then they won't give you a remote trade pass or remote anything pass. Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to do anything? What's the point? Like, you only you let us have up to, like, 400 friends, but we can only open so many gifts a day. We can only send so many gifts a day. We can only hold so many gifts. Like, the rules are very limiting. Well, look at it from another point of view. The idea is to go out into your community. That's your community, not a community. Before you interrupt, before anything is hard to do with Vivillion. So don't bring Vivillion into it just yet. But if you take it from the original idea of the game was to get out into your community, build communities up and build friendships up with people in your community. Therefore, the only people in theory that you should be building a friendship up within the game should be people that you know in real life. So they are people that you meet up with to do raids, people that you meet up with to battle a gym, people that you are either friends with, meet up with or family members. Therefore, anyone that becomes a lucky friend should be in your 
inner circle, as in the people that you see on a regular basis. Therefore, once you become lucky, that's great because you see them. You will see them. You see them every day. You might see them every week. You might see them only at events. Therefore, when you do meet up, you can do that lucky trade. That was what it was created for. It was an advantage that was given as a bonus for creating friends in your community. However, the Internet has allowed people to share their friendship codes to add people from anywhere and everywhere all over the globe so that you can then get seven kilometer eggs, hatch that seven kilometer egg, which then creates a way of filling up your badge for trades across longer distances. Then, obviously, remote raids came along. Then you had friends that you would have all over the world, so you could remote raid with them. So if a, a raid starts in Australia, where most things from Pokemon begin with because they're so far ahead in um, in their time zone, you would be able to raid with somebody for a Pokemon that hasn't been released in your country yet because you are, you know, eight hours, 10 hours, 13 hours behind. So that part came into it and the game has not been adjusted. Realistically, you should only become uh, lucky friends with someone in your community. However, we are all allowed now 400 friends. We all have friends from all over the world. Therefore, it's just going to happen, unfortunately. There are some people that will make friends with each other. There are people that will actually see these people because they go to um, the big events around the world. There are people that will go out there and travel to the latest one, Las Vegas, for example, and they might see somebody that they know and be able to trade with them. And that's cool. But for the majority of players and uh, our Singaporean grandma's friend, um, they will inevitably not see each other or they will only see each other very, very remotely. So that part makes sense. Then obviously comes in Vivillion, which I knew you would you would jump at. Vivillion then I didn't jump at it. I already made that point the other day. I'm like they let us do that and you wanted this whole thing to be about people and getting Mm. friends from all over the place and doing this whole thing. And then you can't even do that. But yeah, yeah. but I'm I'm not gonna You're you're right in all your points. Yeah. I still think the other thing is when you get an egg from like Japan or somewhere else, like a different country, you should get in that egg one of the Pokemon that can only be gotten, getting, caught, whatever the word, in, I'm supposed to be eloquent here, whatever can only be caught in that country. You're doing a good job. You're you should be getting job. that, like, region-specific Pokemon. Like, you should be getting that added to your list instead of just a normal, again, whatever annoying ones just continue to be the same one that pops up every time. Some people seem mm-hmm. to get shinies from them. I think you hatched a couple shiny eggs, which yep. I'm not mad about at all. <laughs> I'm not. I'm genuinely happy for you. I'm mad that yeah. like shinies. I'm happy for you because you had like a slump in the shinies, so I can't even be mad. And then you got to hatch the back-to-back ones, which were cool. Yeah. Well, going back to um, the trading side of things, yes, they did. They did incentivize people to add friends from all over the globe for pavilions, and yes, they did incentivize people to build these friendships up so that you'd carry on getting postcards and so on and so forth. And now they've incentivized using the postcards and sending them to the Nintendo Switch games and so on. But they still haven't allowed us to trade over distance other than the, you know, the 100 meters and 
when and if they do ever allow it to be further, which I doubt they will, because if I remember rightly, that was just for COVID. Um, or maybe just before COVID, I can't. It's in my memory, but I can't remember exactly when. I'd have to look it up. But it's not really important right now because it's not happened since, and I don't see it happening anytime soon either. But yeah, you you need to be friends and be close by with these people to be able to. To be fair, they probably meant it to last longer. Like they probably meant it for everyone just to casually get friendships. But we all mm-hmm. wanted to get all the Pokemon as yeah. fast as we could. So yeah. They probably didn't uh, intend for it to be an online thing, but when are you going to ever meet someone from, like, <laughs> or some random place in the middle of nowhere when you don't leave the country? Right? So. Yeah, and unless unless you are both on um, the Campfire app, I mean, you, if you're friends, you're on the app with the camp, and the idea is to friendship with, with these people on Campfire, but... You know, I was invited to a campfire group a couple of days ago. And when I looked where it was, it was smack down in right in the middle of sort of Northern America. You know, I'm, I'm, I was invited to, to join them on, on raid days and so on. And it's, it's, that's the problem with campfire. One, I don't know this person. I'm just friends with them on Pokemon because probably Vivillian at some point or added them to a raid and just continued that friendship through you know swapping gifts with each other but they don't know where i am and i don't know where they are and they've added me thinking that i'm going to come down to a raid on a weekly basis and do do the elite raids with them it becomes dangerous when you can have conversations with these people because i don't know the yeah, exact you don't really numbers. want everyone to know people no you you don't know the exact numbers but you know this game was made primarily for the younger people yeah. and these younger people you know are going to be talking to random people on campfire that's why i don't really like the idea yeah, of campfire good. and it's it's ability to talk to people it's okay if you're you're a normal person that you're just interested in finding a local group in your area to go and do raids you know i looked for my local area to find the elite raids found one they said where they would be i didn't engage with them i just went there did the elite raid failed miserably and then came home and that's it you know, like, yeah, that's it's kind fine. of sketchy for, like, younger people, especially, like, yeah. I like that, like, in Pokemon Go, you can't message people because it mm-hmm. makes it safer for kids. But it is annoying, yeah. like, when you're, like, I would only say Niantic should come up with, like, a symbol that means people are open to raids or people are open mm-hmm. to this or people open that. Like, uh, yeah. like you know how they do the hue around it if you've already opened the gifts or something? Maybe, like, a mm-hmm. green hue if you're – or, like, a different frame if you want to yeah. do raids or something. But I don't think they should open it to, like – just general being able to talk to people because there's literal little kids like little babies mm. that like little ones that i've seen at the park when i walked my dog they were like are you on pokemon go i have that on my mom's phone mm. and they're like just cute and adorable but you don't want people to be weird and just take advantage so i don't like campfire for that and i don't like that you have to kind of know or kind of see where people are too because i don't want people to just know yeah wow. but i guess it depends on your level of care for privacy and whatnot mm. yeah well you know again they're firing forward with this and they've decided to release it to the general public now so you know time will tell how well that goes but anyway, let's get back to this. So back to trading. With the numbers for the Stardust and how much Stardust you use, 
basically you're looking at obviously a 0% discount for being good friends. The numbers are there. That's what it's going to cost you. If you're in great need or you do meet somebody out in the wild and you're doing a raid together, an elite raid or whatever it may be, and you just made friends with them and you want to do a swap, you're not getting a discount on that, unfortunately. By the time you get to good friends, it's going to be a 20% discount. Then it jumps massively. Ultra friends is a 92% discount and best friends is a 96% discount. So the incentive is to build up the friendship, obviously, to be able to trade effectively. Like I said before, you can do 100 trades per day. Once you become lucky friends, your next trade will be lucky. But as I said before, if you do the 100 trades a day, you, you, you're not guaranteed. I'm not going to throw that out there, but I can guarantee you that the 100 trades I did a day between us as a, as a sitting there and going through them, I did get, well, we both did get some really good um, lucky trades and we managed to complete certain families by say trading pidgeys back and two with each other 100 pidgeys ago you know or 50 pidgeys 20 pidgeys whatever it may be um you know i ended up with the pidgey family all lucky i believe you are one of them two of them i think you're missing the last one aren't you i'm missing the third one yeah okay so we we need to carry that on with our next set of 100 um you got all the Nidorans, I think. I think managed yeah, to get you all got the Nidorans. Yeah, you got all the Nidoran family in Lucky and so on. So it's a good you incentive. You have a few of the Vavillion, but we didn't get to trade the exact same ones because we didn't. Yeah. I didn't have a few of them for like forever, so we got different Luckies there. So we started yeah. to try with those. Yeah. And, you know, the Luckies, again, there's not, there's nothing within a Lucky Pokemon that makes it any better than any other Pokemon. It doesn't have a better um, better hit status or damage or a better health aspect of it. There's nothing in there that, that gives you a bonus. You know, the same bonuses still apply. It's still, um, I mean, you get the lucky decks. You, like, it turns yeah, I mean, after you, a certain you get, amount, you get to you get start adding decks. it to a deck, right? Yeah, and it looks cool because it's got that little gold shimmer behind it and the little sparkles and so on. It does look cool. It it's feels fancier. To, yeah, it definitely feels fancy, and it does look good as a lucky Pokemon. The only um, the only bonus you get for it is that when you power it up, it costs less in Stardust to power it up. Um, and I believe, don't 100% quote me on this one, but I believe there is some bonus with regards to it does go higher on its CP. Again, don't 100% quote me on that one. I'd have to look into that, but I'm I'm sure that it goes higher than a standard um, a standard Pokemon, but again, I don't take that one as as you know for real. Um, random little tidbits: the Pokemon that has been traded cannot be retraded. So any Pokemon, whether it went lucky or not, cannot be retraded because it can. One Pokemon can only be traded once. So if you trade that Pokemon oh. and it comes out of a less IV than it did before, you cannot retrade that Pokemon to try and get it back up again. You can only well, trade it once. That's what I'm saying too. Mm. Remind them that the IVs do change, like go yeah. bad or not, because yeah. didn't we see that person that tried to trade a hundo? Yes, there, there are people that are crazy enough to try and trade a hundo. I don't know why you would even try that. I mean, you can be lucky friends with a person and try and trade hundos with each other and both end up with, you know, one star Pokemon, it's just insane. It you is frustrating when they're when they're kind of good Pokemon too. Yeah, but definitely <laughs> yeah. don't trade your hundos yeah. and hundos. Yeah, the the health power, the HP and CP are randomised essentially. There is 
a little bit of um, thought to it in the sense where if you are both at the same trainer level, so say you are both on level 40 and you both were um, either best friends or lucky friends, when you transfer that Pokemon across to each other, there is a higher chance of that Pokemon staying roughly the same as each other. However, if you are at different levels, say you are a level 47 and trading with a level 31, it's going to be very random because that's just the way it works. I don't know why, but that's just the way it works. You're going to get hit and miss. Sometimes you will find that you will get a lot better of a Pokemon for one person and the other person gets an absolutely terrible IV Pokemon. There are also a base floor, which I think is, um, I think it's 555. So when you look at, when you appraise a Pokemon and you go to click on the Pokemon and click on, sorry, just get on the actual Pokemon, click on the Pokemon and click on appraise and it brings up the little um, graph, you know, the three stars and also the three bars underneath. The minimum that you can get in a trade was set to 555. So that is going to be, when you look at attack, defense, and HP, it's never going to be less than the first bar of each one on, on, on each one. So it's never going to be less than a full first bar on attack, defense, and HP. It's not, it's, it's been like that for some time now. It used to be that it was, you could get a really good trade in the sense where you could maybe get a Nundo, as in a zero star, zero everything Pokemon. That, had, that when the trading first began, that was, that was possible. However, now the I think the base, I'm sure it's 555, but it's basically you'll never get less than that. Unfortunately, 555 is not going to do you any help whatsoever if you are to take that Pokemon to a gym or fight in the trainer battles. So just be wary of the fact that if you do try and trade that Pokemon and it's a high IV, you're probably going to get a terrible IV out of it, statistically. The best thing to do is to trade your lower level Pokemon and hope that it either goes lucky or that you come out with something that is, you know, better in the sense where it's close to a hundo. You know, you're sort of looking at a 98 or a 96 if you're looking for something that's going to come out better. So, yeah, that is in, in, in general terms how it works. One small bonus, I suppose, is somebody worked out that based on the distance of that Pokemon and its proximity to you when you got it, you also earn extra candy. So if that Pokemon is has been caught um, less than 30 kilometers from you, when you trade, you'll get one candy as a bonus. So when you do trade, you always get a candy, always give you a candy. Um, if you say you, you've got an egg that you spun in a stop near your home, place of work, whatever it may be, and you hatch that Pokemon and you have that Pokemon, or you caught that Pokemon whilst you're out and about, that's going to come back with less than 30 kilometers. So you'll get one candy when it trades for it. If that Pokemon is between 30 kilometers and 100 kilometers away from where you were, so, for example, you got an egg out of, say, it's a seven kilometer egg, and obviously seven kilometer eggs with your friends could be from anywhere in the world. Um, say if it's in within the same country as you, the same city as you, and it was between 30 and 100 kilometers away, you'll get two candies. Now, if you were to trade a Pokemon that is on the other side of the planet, so you're in the UK and you're getting it from Japan, you're in 
the USA and you got it from Japan. That's over 100 kilometers. When you do that trade, it will give you three candies. So not a massive bonus. However, it's good if you are to say you hatch seven kilometer eggs and only, you only ever hatch seven kilometer eggs from friends that are not within your with not from your country, for example, and you trade all those Pokemon, you're going to get three candies for each trade. It's kind of hard to do because most people would trade in bulk. Um, me, for example, I've, I've collected, I think it's 99 Pidgeys that I'm going to use to trade just so that, you know, you can complete your decks and get that third, get that third one. I'm going to keep holding them and keep trading them. Um, yeah, well, that's what we're doing. We're doing the pavilion too. I'm like, which ones don't yeah. you have, Lucky? Yeah, exactly. saving so, the locations that are that way, so yeah, that I can saving, kind of have a plan. Yeah, saving scatterbugs, and I'm saving pidgeys, so that at the point where we do trade again, we'll try and get to the point where it, you've got that full decks of of Lucky Pidgey family. Yeah. Um, and didn't they have? Sorry to interrupt again. They don't. Yeah. I'm trying not to do that. I'm not very good at it. But <laughs> um, they have. At one time, wasn't it like if your Pokemon was from before 2020 or something, you got something like a lucky trade or something from it? Yeah, so you were guaranteed a lucky Pokemon if you had a Pokemon that dated back to 2016 or 2017. So if you, like me, started the game when the game first came out and you have a a good collection of 2016, 2017 Pokemon that you're not necessarily attached to, so they're not great IVs, you just kept it because... You know, for me, for example, I had a, a Venusaur that was from 2016, 2017. It was not a great Venusaur, but it was the first Venusaur I evolved up to. And because for me, Venusaur is not necessarily fantastic. I've never really used it for anything. It's just a starter Pokemon that have evolved all the way. If you've got that and you're quite happy to say goodbye to it because you've got another one that you've collected since then and you want to trade that Pokemon with somebody, that's guaranteed to become lucky. And but was that only for a certain period? Because we tried it after, didn't we? No, it wasn't a certain period. It was up to a certain amount. So if you traded um, with that one, I think it was that one person. I don't know. The, the rules are a bit inflexible because it, it doesn't really make much sense. At one point, it was with one person. And then I read somewhere else that it was you as a person. If you have a, a large collection of 2017, 20, 2016, 17 Pokemon, and you traded them all, you would only have, say, 30 opportunities to to get lucky on every single one of them. So we sat there, didn't we? And we traded tons of 2016, 17. Yeah, whichever ones I, did, I wasn't attached to. Um, I, we traded loads of them and every single one of them went lucky, which was great. But at some point, we obviously hit the limit of whatever that limit was. I'm sure it was 30. So everything after that became back to the randomised, send 100 and hope for the best. Yeah, because we so, tried to do something because we didn't know at first. Like, which yeah. ones to do? And then when we figured out, oh, these ones are the ones we want to go lucky. So at yeah. first, we just did the random 2017 ones. We didn't actually look at your dates, remember? Yes. Yeah. So, I think the I think the incentive yeah. was to get was to get players back into the game. So what they did was get, if you've got someone that's a friend or family member that started the game with you back in 2016, 17, and they've got, a, they've got Pokemon that you know that they want, that you want, sorry, you get them to come back into the game. Now, there's that's another conversation for another time, but there are incentives for that. Um, the incentive, I suppose, from a Pokemon Go 
company and Niantic was if you've got that person in your family and they jump back into the game and trade with you, not only do you end up with lucky Pokemon, but also it might incentivize that person to come back and start playing again. And then, of course, give them extra revenue with regards to location data and coins, etc. You know, playing events and so on and get that person back into the game. So that's the incentive. It was for 2016 Pokemon. It's now 2016 and 2017 Pokemon. So if you've got a a friend or a family member that's, that's not played since the beginning, um, you know that they have Pokemon in there from when it first started and you can still access that account. You've got a good chance of getting, well, you've got pretty much a 100% chance of getting some lucky Pokemon for free, especially if they're not interested in necessarily coming back to the game. Um, I'm not going to advocate for you to try and get them back into the game, but if they were to come back and carry on playing it, obviously there's, there's bonuses for you, but we'll go through that. Maybe next week we'll go through that bonus because I'll um, I'll get all the information together exactly how it works, and then we can talk about that next time. But yeah, there is there is bonuses for each person, for each side, for you and that other person for getting them back into the game. Um, so yeah, that that is in it. What should have been a pretty short and easy way of explaining it has turned into probably about a thirty minute explanation. <laughs> so well, I- yeah. I did ask and add some things that probably weren't necessary. So not bad. <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't worry. But that's that's how that's how lucky trades work, which is you know it's there's good incentive. Okay, well I think that will do is for this week. We've gone I think even longer this week than we did last week, so that's a good start. Um, so thank you very much for listening, and if you want to ask us any questions. If you want to comment on anything, we do have the usual social medias. So you can find us on Twitter at ExperiencePod, on TikTok at ExperiencePogoCast, on YouTube at ExperiencePogoCast, and on Patreon on ExperiencePogoCast. If you look at the show notes, you'll also find an email address. If you want to email us your ideas, your comments, any questions, you want to ask and also anything that you want us to talk about on uh, an episode just hit us up on there and yeah i think that's it for the week we will be back same time next week where we will talk about i think buddy pokemon is the next one to talk about because there are a number of tricks to get your pokemon up to a good buddy status so we'll go through that one next week so it's thank you from me and me (laughs) and we will see you next time thanks for listening have a safe week bye bye